back to cheap thrills. I am your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. This week, top stories in gaming. So Nintendo was holding a demo over the weekend for Mario Aces. And I've spent some time playing the game over the weekend. So here's my review or first impressions. I like the mechanics. The presentation was clean and crisp and I like the um the mechanics. Like it was easy for me to learn how to play the, the game. Okay, so like for the demo, what you're going to be doing is playing against people across the world online. And you're starting off with Mario, Princess Peach, Luigi, um, Bowser, and with each game that you're playing, you're earning points and which unlocks a roster of characters. So my first character that you unlock was Waluigi. Yeah, Waluigi was the first one. And Spike, Rosalina, she's fun to play. Um... And my final one was Toad. I'm sure that there's other ones, but I had to work at getting my points up to play them. So as you know, Mario is like an all-around player, so he's like the easiest one to practice with. My first character I went with was Princess Peach. I love her outfit. It's cute. And with her, I won like 20 games and lost 13, 13, I think. Um, but yeah, I like it. I am enjoying it and I'm definitely purchasing it when it comes out. So let's talk about these leaks, E3. It's constantly, all these leaks are just coming out. I don't know what in the world is going to be left up to surprise. And it's the focus seems to be about the Nintendo E3 and their presentation, which I'm excited for. And I'll tell you why. So, and this is just pure third party because we don't know what Nintendo has because, you know, they're very tight-lipped on what they're going to do for their game. But it's third party surprises. Allegedly. This is not confirmed. So it appears that Fortnite is coming to the Nintendo Switch. I'm so 
happy to hear that that might be coming because I enjoy Fortnite a lot. I play it a lot on my PS4. Now, there's a lot of skins that a lot of people are playing with and I really want to buy that, but I had this sneaky suspicion that it was going to come on a Switch and I most like my primary gaming is focused on the Switch at the moment. So, if it is announced that it is coming on the Nintendo Switch, that is when I will like, you know, give my money to them as far as getting the skins and playing the game. I hope this game comes to the Nintendo Switch. It is so fun it's it's a I, what i like about fortnite is yes it's a very competitive game and there it's like it's like pubg exactly like pubg we'll get into pubg in a minute um but it's fun it's like, I may not get to number one, but I have the, the motivation to continue playing. Even if I got killed over 20 times, I'm having fun because I'm not taking it as serious as if I was playing Call of Duty or Battlefield. Talk about those in a second too. Um... So, let's hope that comes. Now, we all know that Nintendo Switch will never, well, I won't say never, but it's not likely that they're going to see an Overwatch. So, there's this other Overwatch-like game. Now, Overwatch is this first-person shooter. It's not like with the realistic graphics of the Battlefield and the Call of Duty, but it's fun, it's colorful, and it's fairly easy to play. And the game is called Paladins. Now, I played Paladins on PS4, Xbox One, and on a PC. And I have to say, I like Paladins more than I like Overwatch. I love Overwatch, don't get me wrong. But Overwatch, for me, can be intimidating. But for some reason, Paladin isn't. I guess it's because when I see people play Overwatch, like, I see the best play that game and I love seeing them play and it's intimidating because I know how passionate and good these guys are guys and girls are on this game I don't see a lot of that with paladins I'm sure that there are just as equal if not more passionate players on paladins 
but the approach to the battle is a little bit more welcoming, so to speak. And the, the tunes are easier to learn how to use. And another one is rumored to be coming out is Overcooked 2. Um, you know, I played that game, the first one, just a little bit. It's a party game. It's not a single person game, though you can't play it just with a single player. But I think that game is fun with a slew of people. So, I don't know, maybe I'll pick it up. I'm not too keen on party games. So Dragon Ball Z is alleged to be coming to the Nintendo Switch. I It's an interesting game. I may look into it. It's on the PS4 and the Xbox One. I believe it's on the PC platform. It looks good. And it's like a tag team fighter. And I like that because like the more glitz and glamour on the screen, I tend to enjoy. I don't like that. I don't like fighters that are technical all the time because the most technical game I've ever played has to go to Smash, which, oh my god, I cannot wait to see how this game is going to look. Um, but back to Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Um, that is supposed to be coming out. And as you can imagine, everyone is excited about this game. And those are just like a couple of um, games that's been alleged to be coming to the Nintendo Switch this year. Oh, one more game. And to me, if it is announced, it will be a complete surprise. There's this other, there's this arcade game. It's called Killer Queen Black. Now. When I went to the arcade, I saw this game, and when I tell you this game had a crowd of people around it, like a huge crowd. Now, it's alleged to be coming to the Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, I guess it's because of the Joy-Cons and I get it's 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 a good platform. I'm really surprised that Sony didn't pick this game up or didn't put it on its platform earlier. But it's like this um party game and it's I'm trying to think of how to describe this game. Um 
you want it's like a joust gameplay mechanics and you're trying to fill up your your honeycomb and base but everyone is like trying to you know it's like this huge battle everyone's trying to you know stop each other from filling up their honeycomb base it's 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 kind of hard to describe because I've only seen it twice and I never really played it but I've seen it so I could say this it's a very fun game I invite you to look it up I'm sure you can look it up on YouTube but as far as seeing gameplay I don't think you're going to be able to see that because it's only in the arcade. It's not on any other platform that I know of. Um, speaking of YouTube, um, God of War for the PS4 is has over a billion views on that platform as far as gameplay and story. And stuff like that. How is that game doing? I think it's up to five plus million. I don't have those numbers in front of me at the moment, but um, it's selling well. It's doing fairly good. Um, it's a great game. And I'm happy that it's getting all the exposure and the accolades that it is. It's a very good game. So, it's on a PS4. If you are interested in it, please go and look look at it. Look at it or pick it up. So, the biggest story um, of the week is... There was, okay, there was a little rumblings about whether or not if Pokemon was going to be announced this week. Then comes out of the blue the Pokemon company in Game Freak you know tells everyone hey we have a little presentation in Japan I need everyone to you know get ready for what's coming. And then they announced Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Now, this game, from what it looks like to me, I'm going to try to describe this game in a way where you can understand where they're going with this game 
right now there's a Pokemon app called Pokemon Go and it's on smartphones. Now, when this game was first announced a couple of years ago, it exploded. Like, I had the game. It was so popular. Like, immensely. Like, no one didn't see it was coming. So, Pokemon Go is a very simple Pokemon game. And that's like the mechanics when I say simple. What they're doing is they're bringing those mechanics to this new Pokemon game for the Nintendo Switch as a remake for Pokemon Yellow. So you're playing the game as if you're playing it with the mechanics as with Pokemon Go, but the graphics in which looks clean and amazing if you ask me. Um, you're going to be in Cantos. You know, there's every reason for each Pokemon game that came out. And you're playing with those simple, simple mechanics. Um, you can have a co-op. You also can use your smartphone like progress so pink plain yellow with Pokemon Go mechanics The presentation is clean. Um, I'm not sure if there's going to be a story because even though it came, like, you know, they had a presentation and there was Q&A, they wanted to keep things secret because it's coming out later this year in November. But I guess they're trying to, like, you know, the rollout of the game information is going to be more explained closer to its release date. Also in the presentation, Pokemon Quest was announced for the Nintendo Switch and it will be also arriving on smartphones later this month. It's a small little RPG blocky game. It's cute. Um, I enjoy it. It's a free to start game. Um, you earn no Pokemon with each battle. What? Not each battles. Um, once you cook in your 
Another game that was announced was Pokemon Quest, and this is for the Nintendo Switch and will be for the smartphones later this month. Um, it's a small spin-off. It's cute. It's very easy to play. Um, it's blocking, but considering the simplistic design, that doesn't bother me. So please feel free to pick it up on the Nintendo eShop. And if not, look for it for on the smartphones. So I'm not sure if this is going to be huge, but it appears that Paul G is really starting to seek litigation against Epic for Fortnite. And understandably, you want to, you know, keep your game going, but PUBG is starting to lose its popularity. And Fortnite is starting to really solidify itself as the premier Battlegrounds game. And I'm gonna tell you why. The game is fun and it's free. PUBG is $30. It's only on two platforms, which is Xbox and Steam. It's like a good PC game, PUBG is, but half of its streamers or views, so to speak, have been cut in half since January and Fortnite is completely overshadowing that game so they're trying to sue it saying that it's infringing on their game i think it's silly because pubg is not the first game that had a battleground format so i'm not sure whether or not if this game so we'll see how that turns out. I don't know if they're going to get far, but let's see what happens. So Bethesda had an announcement as well this week, and the announcement was Fallout 76. Now there's very little detail, little information about this game. But it is rumored to be an online open world RPG. And I don't know how to feel about that. You know, and this is just my personal opinion. The Fallout series is very good, but for some reason that game is very intimidating to me. Um, 
I'm sure they're going to have more information at E3 as well as announcing new games or some other past games for the Nintendo Switch. But I'm excited to see what they have to show and tell. And just to touch on the Battlefields and the Call of Duty, I'm a little bit excited to see how these games are going to survive in this battleground arena. Um, clearly, they're going to make a lot of money and sell a lot of games. But I don't know if that community is shrinking because of the Fortnites and the PUBGs. Um, I don't know. I just want to make, I just want to see how this goes. And that was this week's Top Stories in Gaming. This week's Top Stories in Pop Culture. So Westworld star James Marston will star as the light action Sonic the Hedgehog movie at the voice of Sonic. So Westworld star James Marston will be starring in the light action version to Sonic the Hedgehog as the voice of Sonic. Um, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, I don't have a lot more to say about that. Okay. So let's get the big stuff out of the way. So Roseanne Barr. Hmm. She comes out and makes a tweet. Well, she comes out with a tweet. Um, saying something against Valerie Jarrett, who was like, you know, President Obama's And so her tweet was racist. Called this woman a monkey. And I had to ask, what the hell is it with these racist people why must they always refer to black people as monkeys? And yet, they like monkeys at the zoo. Like, love them for some reason. 
but they refer to people of color as monkeys as if that's like well clearly it's an insult but it's like worse than the actual primate it's it's my I'm sorry I digress So Roseanne's show get canceled. The CEO, her boss, who's black, is like, what is wrong with you? She later apologized, but this was, she was too far gone in the weeds to roll back from that. Um, you know what? Good riddance. And I have one thing to say. As far as the political people getting involved in this and it appears that the Republican base dealing with that man seems to want to hitch to this train and be supportive and you know what not I'm going to tell you something guys do not hitch your platform to racism. Don't do it. Roseanne Barr is going to be fine. Trust me. She's going to be fine. It's sad what happened to the people who worked on the program but she's going to be fine blaming it on Ambien girl please no one ain't trying to hear that so let's talk about Pusha T and Drake mm-mm-mm So it's was discussed from everyone that this story got into main like you know like newscasters and it it was just it was huge and I'm gonna tell you why it was huge because of Drake. See Drake created this image about himself. And who did Pusha T use that image against him? So let's start off from the beginning. Way back, way back in the days. This is back in the 90s. Pusha T was part of this group 
with his brother called Clips. And it was Pusha T, his brother, and Pharrell, and they were making good music. It was like good, good music. There was a fallout with the Clips and Pharrell now with the Cash Money team, Baby, Lil Wayne, and I guess because Pharrell worked with Baby on a project and didn't get no money. So he was like, okay, I'm not even going to be bitter. So this is what we're going to do. Since you're not going to pay us, do not wear our swag. Baby and Lil Wayne had this video come out. And on that video, they had their swag on. Like, it's completely disrespectful. Like, dude, we ask you out of respect not to wear our swag because you didn't pay us our money and we don't want you to be, you know, promoting our stuff when you asked us can we wear it? And we told you no. So some years passed by and Drake comes into the play. And there was a little shot that was, you know, shot at clips, pushing teeth primarily from Drake in some song. Hold on. So the song is called Two Birds, One Stone. And this was like in the past where Drake shot like a small disc at Pusha T. And Pusha T came with the um a, a, a song called Exodus 23-1. Now, it was small, but, you know, there was still something there. So let's talk about what happened. The release um, of Pusha T album. There was a song on his album called Infrared. And on this song, he clearly shot at Drake. What was so just amazing about it is he let Drake know, this is on his media run for his new album, Daytona, which is out now. Um, he let the world know, yes, he was shooting at Drake. Yeah, that song was for him. Drake got into the studio and responded with Duffy, little mixtape. Now, I've heard both. As you know, I've 
mentioned it last week. I've heard both and I thought that they were even. And then I started to listen to Duffy again. And Drake appeared to go more at Kanye West. I was like, why are you going at Kanye West when it was clearly Pusha T? Pusha T came out with the story of Adion. And in this song, Pusha T went at Drake in a way that I didn't think that could possibly happen to Drake. Like, he went, he used Drake image being this nice rapper, being the good guy rapper. He used that image against him in such a way that he destroyed this man's reputation. I personally do not think Drake can come back from this. And I'll tell you why. In his song, The Story of Adonis, Pusha T talks about Drake's mother, his father, his baby, and his baby mama. In such a vicious, savage way. And not vicious and savage, like in a, oh my God, a horrible way. It, he came at it with facts. Like, he came at it with, he came at it in a way where Drake could not get ahead of it. So, Drake, let's just start from the beginning of this one. Now, Drake's mother and father had a relationship, clearly, but it didn't work out. Pusha T put in a song that Drake's father left him and his mother at the age of five. When Drake was five years old, Drake's father decides to get up and leave. So his mother never found love. She was never, she might have found love, but she never was married. And he mentions this on the song. This is true. She did, she didn't marry Drake's father. Now that Drake is an adult, Drake appears to be parading his father around like, you know, this is my dad and, you know, I've learned all what I've learned from, you know, this man. 
So Pusha T exposes that, hey, dude, that's a bad look for you. This wholesome, good guy rapper. Then he goes for the throat. When he talks about Drake not owning up to having a son. So it was alleged last year. Drake had a son or a kid with a former porn star. Sophie, she's from France. She's a French woman. I've seen her pictures. She's cute. But for the level that Drake is at, she's like, she came out of left field. But she got knocked up. She went via social media to let the world know that, hey, this man knocked me up. And Drake and his team got on that, was like, look, Drake ain't having no kids with this this woman. Now, because Drake is so popular, everyone believed Drake. We let it slide. She went underground. Like, we didn't hear nothing about it. The baby was born, but we didn't hear nothing more from this woman. Pusha T came with the T and was like, Listen, I know you are about to drop an Adidas line. I know this. And in this Adidas line, you are planning to announce that you have a son named Adonis. It is messed up because when it was rumored that you didn't have no kid with this woman, you had everyone to believe or you led everyone to believe that this woman was lying. But clearly, you guys had taken a birth, not birth, but blood test, and it came back that, hey, this is your kid. So you had your team to devise a way on how to announce to the world that you have a son. All the while, if you did not have this Adidas line coming out, we would not have known about this kid. Well, we would have known about it, but we wouldn't have known about it through you. And this is Drake. So Pusha T exposed Drake as a deadbeat dad. And I have to agree, he is. Because if you could not own up to 
your own blood. Like if you are willing to throw your own flesh and blood under the bus and keep that as a secret, Lord knows what else you have underneath yet that wholesome image and which you created. And in this, I am disappointed in you, Drake. Like, we love you. You should have owned up to your dealings with this woman. I mean, you knew what you was doing. You knew what you'd done. But where was the integrity? Which leads to the next part. A picture surface of Drake in blackface. Now, when this picture was first shown, everyone thought it was photographed or photoshopped. And when it came out that it wasn't, like, what were you thinking, Drake? What were you thinking? I'll tell you. Drake, you were thinking about yourself. And only yourself. Now, we all know that you don't like to talk about race issues. Now, I'll give you a couple of things that you talked about. You talked about... You know, the police brutalities and the injustice of, you know, some small, well, not small, but some injustice towards black people. And the only reason why you talked about this, mind you, is because it has such a huge platform like it was everywhere where you could not as a black man Drake could not say anything so you set your peace Drake you have been rapping for years years And in your rap, never once did you even remotely mention this time in your life where you was in blackface and how the black man has a hard time getting into the movie industry and whatnot. You never mentioned anything of the nature. Because you wanted it to go away. See, when you made this blackface caricature, you only did it to benefit you. Not the culture, but for you. Which makes it worse. Because you exploited your own for the benefit of yourself. 
So like I said, as far as I'm concerned, as no one should be saying the N-word, but that's neither here nor there. Young man, until further notice, because that little press, little release that you came out with in regards to blackface, we both know that that's not genuine. You can't say that word. You was about to exploit your son. And then you want us to what? Care about you? Care about your raps? The nerve. The audacity of it all. I am so completely disappointed in you, Drake. And this is from a fan. How dare you? And Pusha T let everybody know that that's not, that's just the tip of the stuff that you have done. And shout out to Riri. Girl, you dodged a bullet on that. You know what? I think Rihanna knew. Because when Rihanna was winning that award, was it for Billboard? It was this huge thing. And Drake, like, you know, went head over heels for Rihanna. And, like, you know, was pro professing his love. For this woman and she felt a way like she was reading out behind it I think Rihanna knew about this woman and I think Rihanna knew about that kid but I digress you should have known better I'm not buying it. And until further notice, I don't want nothing to do with you. You are going to have to come out and explain it. I don't want no press release. I want you to come out and tell your truth. Your fans deserve it. And furthermore, since you were so quick to clap back at Meek Mills and everybody else who came at you, but we haven't heard a peep from you in regards to Pusha T and this song, Further solidifies that you are a deadbeat. Get it together, young man. We are waiting to hear from you. Um, Kanye West released his new album. 
I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't care. I didn't listen to it. Ever since he made that statement, I'm not messing with him. I'm not. You've lost a fan. But his album is out. He had a listening party in Wyoming. I couldn't even review his album. But I'm sure it's out on Apple. Spotify. Those in the like. Good luck, young man. Childish Gambino, this is America Goes Platinum. I'm happy to hear that. Serena Williams wins her first Grand Slam match in 16 months. I mean, Rumble Queen Rumble. So, the movie Coco is now playing on Netflix. I got a chance to see this movie. That movie had me crying. It is so good. And I've always known that there was like, like as far as the Mexican heritage and whatnot, I've always thought that that was, like the heritage was beautiful around family. But the way that it's portrayed in this movie was magnificent. Please, if you have Netflix, watch this movie. It is so, so good. Also, I got a chance to see I, Tanya. Holy crap. This. My God, was that movie good. I genuinely felt sorry for Tanya Harding. Like. Holy crap! That movie was so good! I don't know. I'm sorry, but I hope she bounces back from this. Because I... If what she says was true in that movie... I feel so sorry. Like... Yes, she was naive, but her naive, naivety should not have lost her as much as she lost. Like, come on. Like, she got the bad end to everything. Please go see this movie. It's on Hulu. I, Tanya. You will get your life. And that was this week's top stories in pop culture. Thank you for listening to Cheap Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria. I hope to see you back next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can reach us at Cheap Thrills Podcast 01 at gmail.com You can also follow us on Twitter 
at Cheap Thrills Podcast.